Hey, this is Liberty DeVito, and you're listening to the Fab Four Free For All. And welcome to another edition of the Fab Four Free For All, the whenever we want to uh, Beatles radio show on the internet. And I am your moderator for today, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me, as they always do, are... Rob Leonard. And... Tony Chiguardo. And I cannot believe that we are going to do a show that we haven't done already. I mean, how many times do we think of shows and we never, ever, ever, ever have thought of this one, and we haven't done it? Um, We are going to talk about the U.S. version of Rubber Soul. We're going to do a review and analysis of it. Uh, We're going to bring in a little bit of the UK as well because we have to show the differences because they are so different. And I think it's one of the first albums of theirs that really made a big difference because of the uh, capitalization of it or decapitalization, whatever. Capital released the same name as the British. You know, a lot of times they would change the names, Beatles 6 or... With the Beatles, meet the Beatles. With the Beatles, yeah. So this was the one that, let's say they didn't call it Rubber Soul, but kept everything else, what they did to it. Yeah. Let's say they called it, you know, uh, Fish Fry or something. I don't know. Or Plastic Soul. Yeah, whatever. If they didn't do that, we would probably look at this album a lot differently, actually. Right. That's need, interesting. That's that, a good point. that is a yeah. very That's good point. That's a really point. good point. They it was the first. I'm looking through you. Yeah, would have been right. Different. Yeah, right. right. Because they always did. I mean, they had help in a hard day's night, but in America they were soundtracks, soundtracks. and they weren't mm-hmm. what they were in Great right. Britain. Right. There was no Beatles second album in the UK, no. and no Beatles for sale here. This is right. really probably since Meet the Beatles and With the Beatles. This is probably about the closest that you come in terms of of an American and a UK crossover. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of the same difference in terms of the feel of the record. I mean. Well, no, I'm just saying. A I mean, different we, feel. We love with the Beatles and meet the Beatles for very different reasons. Right. And I think it's the same thing with Rubber Soul with the U.S. and the U.K. Right. Uh-huh. You know, and, and just to show how Capital just really wanted to, you know, again, we're going to say it, capitalize on the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, this is the sixth album in the U.K. and the 11th. Yeah. In the U.S. and it's only December of '65. Yeah, I mean, and we're so, counting Beatles Story, but that's yes, but still, yes, that's yes. okay. But, but it's still yeah. But Beatles Story yeah. was a, a total money grab. Well, you was. bet. I mean, yeah, and really. it worked. I mean, it charted. It everything the Beatles did charted. Yeah. to a point. I mean, with Beatlemania, the wave of Beatlemania, all the B sides were charting yeah. like crazy. Absolutely, and even though they yeah. weren't really technically released. Right. So to speak. So right. No, actually, went. back then the B side was part of the release. It, it wasn't. It was until '69 really come together. Our, one of our last shows right. come together. Something where that was a double sided hit. But one thing about the '60s is that the Beatles had that. You know, and other bands too. It wasn't just the Beatles where their B side could be a hit too. But was you there know? any yeah. other band that you can think of a UK band? from the British era, or Dave Clark Five, whatever, even The Who, whatever, and I'm just thinking of this right now, where their U.S. distributor did what they did to the Beatles? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you had the, the Rolling Stones. Right. The Stones well, albums especially were... Especially the Stones. Yeah, the Stones albums oh, you're, were you're cut right. up. I didn't think yeah, well, absolutely, yeah. 12 times 5 would be one of oh, the... Oh, right. Absolutely, 12, absolutely. 12 by 5. The Who were not... It was later. As vandalized. It was a little bit later. I mean, if, if That's a good word. I like that. Vandalized, oh, yeah. vandalized. is a perfect word for what, yeah. what happened to it. I like yeah, that. Yeah, like thank that. you. Um, <laughs> you know, you really only had a little bit of messing with um, a quick one. Uh, they just, they took off Heat Wave and they added Happy Jack. Uh, and that was really it. But when you come to the Beatle albums, you know, and, and we'll get to 
a little bit of the UK later when we figure out the tally of songs. Yeah. It's weird because, you know, John has seven songs on each version, but they're different songs. Yep. <laughs> right. So it's weird. I mean... Well, and one John has seven out of 14, the other John has seven, seven out, out of 12. Seven out of 12, right. So it's that just, makes a difference a, as well. Yeah, it, the whole thing was just weird. But when we talk about Rubber Soul US, and Tony just mentioned it, Capital, unfortunately, took off four songs off the UK version, Drive My Car, No Man, What Goes On, and If I Needed Someone, and waited to stick them on Yesterday and Today, right. which was a compilation. Should we stress... Nowhere Man in the UK was not a single. Correct, but right. it was here. It, it was, was here. here. So people are going to think, because the, don't forget the Beatles had the tendency not to put the singles, singles on, on the album, albums. Right. So when you hear that Nowhere Man is taken off of the, the UK edition, you it say, wasn't well, gee, like I it just realized. It was a single, yeah. Right. Oh, they put, but no, it was not a single in the UK. But it was a single, single here. Yeah. But in 66, when it was the single for Yesterday and Today. Right. Along with right. Yesterday. And yeah. yeah. Yesterday and Today weird. ended up being like a catch-all of singles yes, that had been released. So to speak, yeah. yeah. And, but wasn't yeah. Uh, the Beatles' Golden Oldies the same sort of thing? In the UK. Well, the Beatles... But yeah. the Beatles' But they didn't have Nowhere Man on there. They, no, 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 no. I mean, in general, yeah. just like a catch-all. Yes. Oh, that was, that was the catch-all of the singles that had yet to come on a record. So it was right. 16... They had 16 songs on there, Bad Boy being the non-single, right. really. Yeah. And... That was their catch-all. That's where they all caught up. But that up. was mostly A's, though. You didn't get the B's on that. You didn't get I'm Down no. on not, not that. No, I'm Down. That's true. They didn't no. So it really, that was really was just the greatest waited, hits. Yeah, I'm Down waited to uh, rock and roll music, right. of all things. Right. Did so. it wait? To, oh, right. It wasn't even on that Hey was Jude. A, was no, it, no, it wasn't no, on Hey wasn't. Jude, and it wasn't on the Red or the Blue. Well, yeah. the Red, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. I mean, there's, now you think you go back and you say, wow, what a mess. I, what a mess it really was. Yeah, there was well, so much laying here and well, laying that's there. That's why when we were collecting Beatles records in the very early 70s, you were always running around trying to find mint condition copies of those three singles. You had to find Let It Be yep. for You Know My Name. You had to find Help for I'm Down. Okay. You had to find Lady Madonna for Inner Light. Yeah. Very they, true. They you know, nothing. Yeah. Right. So Capital took those four off. And first of all, let's go in order here. We should talk about the title Rubber Soul. If you remember from the anthology, when you hear the I'm Down take, they talk about Plastic Soul. Yeah, Plastic and, Soul, man. Plastic Soul. Right, which is supposedly a colloquialism for English people playing soul music, well, American and it soul. Was, and it was actually attributed to uh, Paul having read an article where someone was-, was About Jagger. About Jagger, where right. someone was yeah. putting down Mick Jagger. And he said he sounds saying, plastic, yeah. He sounds plastic. When he tries to sing soul music, yeah. Yeah. But in general, it yeah. meant like any English artist singing soul music- was Plastic Soul. Right, right. So that guy was talking about Jagger, but and that's how Paul heard it. Yeah. But yeah. in general, that's what it means. Uh, so, And the uh, classic became rubber somewhere else down the road. Right. So, which right. is actually kind of fun. Yeah, and, you know, I guess we should really, since we're talking about the title, because there's so much to talk about, we should talk about the, the cover as well before we get into all the good stuff. The cover taken by Robert Freeman, uh, you know, the, the whole thing about seeing it stretched and they loved it. It's the first Beatle album not to have the word Beatles on it. Yes. On the cover, yeah. which is, uh, again, yeah. something I didn't even, you know, you don't even think about it, but their faces are so familiar. At that point, they were. Yeah. No, yeah. I would, I would question this it. because nope. I've never seen it. Someone had mentioned to me that, that they thought that some of the distributors did process it with a clear sticker. No, I don't I, ever remember I, seeing no, Rubber Soul the, with a clear sticker. No, Never. the only thing that was on Rubber Soul was hit the, Paul sing the hit song Michelle. Michelle. 
yeah. which was a weird because for Michelle. Yeah, because it wasn't even a hit single. Right. It wasn't, but it did get right. a lot of airplay on, on on top 40 stations. And did that move over to adult contemporary stations as the Beatles or was that like did that have to be Stu Phillips' version of I, I it don't or whatever? Know. I don't remember because I haven't looked at the AC book, but I do know I, I came across some air checks, and they were playing Michelle as the song off the album. Right. Well, so, right. Yeah, that's know. the only, it was a yellow yeah, sticker. I don't, I don't remember, remember ever a seeing. Beatles sticker. So I had heard that. I said, I, yeah, so if any listeners remember or have one. But I've never seen it in any book either. Like nope. Spies yeah, Spies, I've never, never seen it. Book. But <laughs> what's interesting, though, is that in both countries you had two... Because some people think that this is just a, not a mispressing, but just a, a variation of, of printing presses. But the words rubber sole are two different colors That's in the true. U.S. Three. in the U.K. edition. But you know what? It's supposed to be red in the U.K. It looks orange. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's a orange, very yeah. burnt orange. Not a burnt orange, yeah. but it's, well, a, like it's a an rust. off orange. Yeah. It's a rust. Yeah, rust yeah. would be. But, but, That's but, in, but when you see it in the U.K. in the U.S., it's either green or brown. Right, yeah. And yeah. on the... U.S. box they released in 2014, it's brown. Yeah. Right. Which matches perfectly with the jackets they're wearing. And right. And, and and I'll go with that as their choice because we, we know that, the, you know, Apple approved all the 2014 reissues of the, the Capitol right. I agree stuff. with so, you. Yeah. I think so, whatever the definitive is that's on there right, right. now, yeah. that's what yeah. they've decided is. Unless they, I mean, being the devil's advocate, unless they just got lazy what, and what, just whatever went, they had, yeah. they picked out a, yeah. they went into a used record store and got a, a copy of Rubber Soul American <laughs> and Or they just got a, a they got a negative of a slick. Uh, it's probably just, just got a negative, negative of a slick, slick and that's whatever guys, it was. Grab the, guys, you know. if, if we had the pleasure to work for Apple, don't you think you try to get it right so they don't find out later, oh, you guys really screwed up on that. Uh-oh. Well. They've done it so many times that they've screwed up. I don't, you know what? I think the American- Denny Lane one. promo. Yeah, uh, Denny Lane promo. Don't go there. Excuse Sorry. me, you're choking Are on you the cough there. Denny Lane had a promo? Yeah, it's Denny Lane. No, but the, um, the problem is, though, I think in terms of when they give us U.S. product, they just- don't care as much. I, I well, just don't yeah, think so. I, I, the, the 2014, most of it I was happy with. The only thing I really didn't give a damn about was the Revolver because it just took off three songs. Rubber Soul is important socially in, in musical history because of what became of it and, and how much it influenced you know, let's be honest, Brian Wilson. You know, yeah. his version he listens to is the American version. He didn't listen to the British version. He heard the American version, and that led him to go. He's, off. He was interviewed about that in recent years. Somebody made a comment to him about the records that affected him so much, and he brought up Rubber Soul. And then somebody said, asked him about the British one, and he was like, "I, I don't even, I don't even know about that. I don't even I, like acknowledge I, well, that." Well, that's it. Like I mean, he said, "I, I agree." Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm he sure. wasn't sitting there seeking out. You know, and listening to Drive My Car first. I mean, he was hearing the way we all heard it in America, unless he got someone to come over from England and, and give him a copy. But I would assume... I would assume that Capital would give him one because he worked for Maybe. Capital. Yeah, that might. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Murray probably got it and didn't give it to them. <laughs> well, Murray used to keep his eye out for new releases. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? The, the weird thing that I, again, I, whenever I, we do a show on a review and analysis, I was telling Tony off mic, I learn things. That I've never ever learned before, and I'm 50 years on with the Beatles. We'll save this till we get to no, the no, track. No, 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 but that's yeah. not even about the track. Mm. I didn't realize that the lettering done by Charles Front, who was hired by Freeman, he was like an art guy. Right. He did the lettering in that bubbly kind of way because he was thinking of 
if you tap a rubber tree, it globs out. And he was trying to get rubber sole in like a globby, globby. kind of look. Yeah, sure. sure. But I didn't know that. I don't think I ever knew it consciously, but then right. once I read it, it was sort of... Oh, I just thought that it makes total fit with sense. the elongation of their faces, yeah. and and the weird thing is, though, he said that you know the lettering itself sold for ten thousand pounds in two thousand seven. Pretty cool. Yeah, but he said he had it in a drawer, and he called up Bonhams and said, you know, I have some rubber sole lettering, I do, and they said bring it over, and he brought it over in like a plastic bag, and he said when they told him it was worth ten thousand pounds, he went he home in a case. In the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, are you kidding? But yeah. I didn't know that either. I mean, he I had it in the drawer until two thousand seven. But that type of graphic was was sort of being used in other. But it's starting, the it, Yeah, it is. But it was starting to be used in other types of um, advertising and, and that right. type of thing. So yeah, it, it's it might be a combination of. He saw, okay, as like a rubber thing, but he also that was being used. You know, that you know to me, graphic. if I was going to pick a, a Beatle font, not a font, but a Beatle U.S. album cover, help to me. I would love to have the lettering for that. Oh, yeah. Help is really definitely. cool, that block lettering that block with the yeah. lines yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. But Rubber Sold Oak, again, unlike any other Beatles album, the font has kind of an indication of that swinging London kind of look. It does. It is yeah, that. that, that. It, I don't mean mod meaning, you know, like the faces, you know, mod or the who. It's like mod. You it's know, different it's, it's, for the Beatles. Different for Just the like Beatles. Just like the album Yeah. Was. Yeah, it's, it's a swinging London kind of thing. And it's really fun when you when you see it on the Russian album and they have to do the yes. alternate Russian title with that kind of lettering. Anyway. Well, Rabbi Saul. Yeah, I was just Rabbi Saul. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But, National also, Lampoon, guys. Yeah, but George said he loved this... Uh, album cover the most i have a quote from george it actually said something like this is the one where we were full-fledged potheads right that's what he said he said we lost the innocence of of days gone by and we were just full-fledged potheads which is kind of cool in england they had beetles for sale where they looked really tired right and this one they didn't look too happy on it either no they don't well it's less i know it's not the tired beetles yes it's it's, it's a it's more, more of a thoughtful it's somber more mature beetles right whereas on beetles for sale they're just tired they're tired and, and it looks like it looks like uh, can someone let those four poor saps in out of the rain yeah, yeah. well you know well, also the other also thing one of my is, favorite pictures though yeah is that john is looking at the camera and the other three aren't and that makes a little bit different. If I think if all four were looking at the camera, I don't think it would have the effect. No, I don't think it that, would either. Or if you had two people looking at the camera, yeah. not, you know, why was John, I don't know, maybe he said, I want to be looking well, at the it's, camera. Well, it's almost like John has has a look on him like, oh, you caught us. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But Which it, but, I always find interesting about the album cover. If you look at the album cover quickly and you look at John's like face. Like they're sneaking a joint? Like they're sneaking a joint. I mean, they're not, obviously, but, but you look at the cover yeah. and John has this look like, oh, look, you, oh, you caught us. Which is interesting, but anyway. But also, uh, we should say that a few years ago they found the regular version right. of that the, cover yeah. without the elongated. Beautiful photo. I think it's a great photo. It is, I mean, but I'm not photo. sure if it's a cover. No, it's definitely because, not a cover. It's definitely not. Because, but, you know, the picture got stretched, but a lot of the music they were doing, they were doing different things Well, to they were it. stretching themselves musically. Yeah, right? so, yeah, yeah. whether that was... That but it's was cool that it was, no, it was an accident. That it was, you know, it was an accident. Right, the cover right. was being looked at, and then when, when it was It was tilted, leaned down, right. It was leaned down sideways, and they saw it through the magnifier, and it, and it stretched. 
yeah. it was like, oh, cool. They must have been looking at the contacts. He right. keeps saying they were looking at the, the photos. No. You had to be looking at a contact sheet, yes. and it was probably it was, magnified. And they and went like that. It and, over, right. and it stretched. Right, it stretched. And yeah. rubber stretching. Ar, 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 yeah. well, you, know. No. you know what? It, right. But it, right. it is a cool album cover. Yeah. Although when you do look at it, when I first got it, it was weird because it did look awkward. It didn't look like them. First of all, they did have the little flip on the hair, right. which they didn't have prior. Right. Uh, so right. they were a little, a little older longer. looking. You know, but how old are they? Twenty two and three. Well, John would be twenty five. Yeah, but George yeah, would be twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul twenty three. Yeah. I mean, oh my god. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's still really young. We're going to change the world today. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, at the age of 22 yeah. and 25. Yeah. While well, our we other can... little friends are out there, yeah, we're going to change the world now. Blah. Right, red rubber ball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with red rubber ball. Oh, be quiet. Paul Simon There's made a lot not. of money from that. Time. He made a lot of money from it, but you know. And Bruce Woodley, no one knows who he is, and he could retire off It's that rubber song. ball and rubber soul. So. Now, there you go, red rubber soul. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, now, you can, now I'm going to sing it. Red Man, rubber, rubber soul. soul. Anyway. Oh, my God. Don't, don't do that. No, I won't. <laughs> Thank you. But, you know, we, as we said, a lot of the music on it was much more mature than they've had before. I um, would agree with a that. A lot yeah. more, I shouldn't say not as poppy, but maybe not as poppy. No, I would say not as poppy. <laughs> the things that um, strike me on this record is that it, there's a few different things. Obviously, there's a Dylan influence yeah. throughout the record. Some songs more than others. Paul, with all due respect to Paul's songs on this record, there's some good Paul work on this record. I don't say this to be inflammatory, but Paul, you kind of like you sort of scratch your head for a moment and go, "Was yesterday a fluke?" Like, oh, I don't it, think so. Well, yesterday is like uber mature, and now you get like Paul's other stuff here, and it's a little more. And we'll get to it, but Michelle's kind of a throwaway. But, and, but, and, but you won't and, see me, and I'm looking through you, are probably the most mature stuff he's done. And, and Michelle, up. that got a lot of airplay. It got massive yeah. airplay, but it also, listen, there's still the Beatles, but, and there's still pop. Oh, absolutely. And, so and, Paul was the head of pop. I'm looking through you is mature in a sense of both of, of the them subject matter and stuff like that. But just as a lyricist in terms of how he puts words together. Yes, and again, it's not putting down Paul's songs on this record. And yes, yesterday the lyrics are simplistic in a way. But man, you look at this record to Revolver? Well, that's... But that's a natural progression wow. of maturity. Natural there, there, progression. There is but a it was, progression on Revolver but that it's Paul had. But it's a quantum leap as a lyricist. But at the same time, like, if, you, if you look at the American album, I, I've Just Seen a Face is a beautiful song. It's a great song. It's a, it is. It could it have is. been a single. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Though it doesn't yeah. really sound like a Beatles. That whole open does not sound anything like Beatles have ever done but, but if before you, or even since. But that would have been a perfect song for the DJ to talk over in the beginning. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. until yeah. it... Comes in, yeah, yeah. It would have been the. I think at that time in nineteen, and we'll get to each track, but I think at that time in nineteen sixty-five, late sixty-five, when the Birds and the Dylans were Uber, I think that would have been a huge hit. I think it would have been a crossover too. It might have gone over the country. I absolutely think it would have. Might have gone over. Although back then, I don't think the country charts were as prominent. And other charts well, like AC and uh, I, I mean suppose, I think it was more yeah. all together. I think those were late. Well, 60, there was early a, there 70s. was more of a, a wall between each one. Like um, you usually know, they didn't cross over. Yeah, they didn't cross over as much. So 
Uh, That's right, because uh, stuff like Ode to Billy Joe and and Bobby, you know Harper yeah. Valley PTA right. and stuff like that, that was still hitting on the rock chart, oh. on the pop charts, yeah. going number one. Yeah, yeah. right, right. And gold. So that's I mean, true. So it depend yeah. it depended on the artist too. You know, the country radio at that time was was an older group of people, so they would probably look they at were the still doing Hello Walls. Hey, yeah, and they and were still like even hey even up to seventy with Snowbird. Right. Anne Murray, right. she was later just all country. Yeah. Right. And Snowbird, if you think about it, could be country. Yeah, absolutely. But Definitely. it went number one on the pop charts. Yeah, but right. that was just right. the way so you know, the charts I think later were. on was the delineation of all the AC and the MOR. And yeah, the, well, yeah, there's you know, 50 ridiculous. charts now. So it's, yeah, it's, right. But I think you're right. I think it could have been a single. But to your point, though, you could say a whole bunch. I mean, uh, George shines. But, you know, John's songs, I mean, take away the stuff that was taken from, you know, help. Because right. that stuff... As Which was really to, weight was really the only one that was from the help sessions. It was the only one that was really left over. No, I'm not saying left over, on. but I mean, it's only love was yeah. taken from, from the album. And, oh yeah, right. But right, people didn't know that, of course, because we did, we America. didn't know it here. That's right. We just thought it was part of Rubber Soul. That's right. So when you That's got the UK point. Rubber Soul and it wasn't there, and if you didn't get that UK help, because that wasn't really a soundtrack there. Right. You know, it's it's a weird thing, you know, again, we didn't get all that UK stuff until much later, I think, in the 70s. Right. I didn't. I didn't even know Gem Records existed, right, you know, and all course. the imports, and, and, you know. And I guess, you know, it's true, looking back on, on what I'm saying, too, it's like, not as though Paul's stuff is not mature, it's that, it's that Paul's stuff is a little bit, I don't know, he's got a chip on his shoulder on this record, whereas... You have like stuff like yesterday, very very introspective and very like sad, and, well, very, and then the stuff you, so. on Revolver that's very sad, very. And this, he's just kind of like he's just bitchy. Really. Well, he's well, I'm bitchy, looking but, through you as a bitchy song, bitchy but, but song. Here, here's and, and, the you know, thing, though, like, you I, won't see me's bitchy. Remind me when we get to like you won't see me. I'll tell you exactly what the comment is that I think fits both of what you just said. Okay. So when we get to that, unfortunately, you don't get any Ringo on this. Well, what goes on? What is goes on? It's not on it. It's not right. on. Which it's is on the UK. Doesn't bother oh, right, me. Right. Doesn't bother me. As you guys know, I, I bought the UK versions first. So, so I to me, Rubber Soul is the UK version, and I didn't have the American version for years. I didn't get it till actually after '87 when I realized I couldn't get it anymore, right. and then I went and bought it. So, to me, Rubber Soul, you know, what we're talking about now isn't the version I grew up. But oddly enough, what goes uh, on, which is a country flavored song. Should have been on the U.S. and maybe not on the, U- the U.K. It was the B side of Nowhere Man in the States. So I, if I know. They were, if they were already eyeing the idea of doing a singles comp, a la Yesterday and Today, who knows what they were? You know, eyeing that what goes on may intentionally have been pulled because it was the B of. But of wasn't Man. Yesterday and Today the Christmas album for '66? No, summer of 66. summer of '66. Oh, all right. So it came out like yeah. a month before Revolver. Right. Oh, was right. August. Revolver was August. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then but, they may have been pulling it. You're but right. But the thing about this album too is that, um, you know, you mentioned that George shines on this record, but from a lot of what I was reading, George's musical and arranging suggestions and ideas were being considered a lot more yeah. seriously on this album. Which, which you is know, interesting. We'll never know what he did. I mean, I know. For the UK version, "Drive My Car" was influenced by him. Yes. The way it was, so yeah. but that's not on here, so we don't. Right. And people are not. And he gonna, loved "Run for Your Life" too. Yes, but which, right. we'll get which to John later. hated. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, uh, the reason John hated it, well, there's two reasons or two <laughs> possibilities. First, is that 
it was very the old John Lennon where he beat up people or negative. whatever. Negative John Lennon. Or it could be the fact that he borrowed it from Baby Let's Play House and he knew it. But it's only the first line. I know that, but it, it is doesn't only take the, first the whole line. But, that's, no, but, but that's how you get sued. He didn't yeah, get sued well, for that. So if he felt that horrible, why did he do it again? Two and a half years later, with Come Together. Because he wasn't called so, on it. That's you know, why. Yeah, well, and that, was, and that once, was the so. first song recorded for the album for Rubber Soul. Yes. I know, I know. So it's a little weird yeah. that he, you know. I agree. Uh, so so why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Is there anything you want to talk about prior to the songs itself? Because we have a lot to talk about with the songs. Well, we should add, again, you, sure. you alluded to it, but four songs were removed. Yep. Which drive my car nowhere, man. What goes on if I needed someone? The two songs that were added, we've mentioned them, but we haven't. Oh, just, sorry, you're right. I've just seen a face, and it's only, it's love, only love, which right. appeared on the UK edition of Help, were the ones that were added. We may want to talk about the idea that that holistically, what this ended up doing, yeah, was creating essentially a much more acoustic-based record. Yeah, it gave it a, a um, folksy feel. If you put on the US, you're hearing. Doom, doom, doodle, you know, an acoustic guitar. Right. And if you hear the UK, you hear that blaring electric guitar. Right, that gives opens it a total, the, the UK album opens with Drive My Car. And it totally gives so, it a different feel right from the start. It, it does, and, and I don't think Capital did it on purpose to say, oh, we're going to do this acoustic I don't sound. think so. I, mean, I think it came by pure luck. Pure good, accident. Pure, a good accident, a good, yep. good thing, because it really works so... A lot better. And well, we might, it works. It I'm not work. saying it works a lot better. I, I, I won't agree I, with you. There. I've actually gone the other way, you guys. I, I used to be, oh, I don't care about the American version of Rubber Soul. Now I think it, you know, it fits well, a lot better. Many people, yeah. I think many Beatle fans, I don't know if they necessarily consider it the superior, but they consider it an equal. It's still I, I seven think. minutes shorter. It is yeah, seven minutes lot, shorter. But the weird. feel is better. It's a, it's a better, like what goes on, when you get to what goes on on side two for the British version, you're like, what the hell is this doing here? And especially when the CD happened and it just plays in a row, you get this song that does not belong at that moment. Well, it's jarring when you when it's in a CD player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's weird. Because back then you had to, uh, as we always say, flip it over. Right. Yeah, to put um, out your joint or put it aside, <laughs> walk over, flip 65, it. 65, were you? Uh, I, I was just being born, so. Yeah, I you was, weren't. <laughs> I wasn't smoking yet. I was That was a year later. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Yeah. So anyway. Well, it's yeah. it's not a good side opener. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I know it's definitely not a but good But then side again, opener. I have some feelings yeah. on the side openers here. But for me it's it's really funny because the American is still my go-to for this record. Depends. I res- I mean I agree. I respect and love the U- UK as the Beatles authorized release, and that's what they wanted. But in terms of like what I would throw on to listen to and be like that's my rubber soul, it's the American. And it's yes, the only one I, I feel that way man. about. I miss Nowhere Man. Yeah, you're right. That's true. Nowhere Man had the acoustic feel, even though it was an electric. Even though it has the electric solo. It just feels yeah. like the yeah. birds, sort of like we did with right. If I Needed Someone. So right. it's a... Mm, yeah. It's a toss-up. I mean, it's good because if I'm in the mood for acoustic, I'll go to the American. If I'm in the mood for the other one, I'll go you know, to the UK. But it's it's cool to have that option that they're sure. so different in the way they feel and so different in the song. What's, what, is there anything before we want to take a break? No, and, we can well, take a break. All right, we're going to take a break right now. We're talking about the U.S. version of Rubber Soul for all of our fans not in the U.S. Uh, I, I hope you're enjoying this because it's a definitely a different field record, and I'm sure you've all gotten out and, and heard it anyway. So uh, we will be right back with the tracks. <laughs> 
Hi folks, this is Tony from Fab Four Free For All. As Mitch has mentioned several times, the cast of Fab Four Free For All do not profit in any way doing these shows for all of you. In fact, we actually lose money because of studio time and other production expenses. Now, we have looked into show sponsors, but for a number of reasons, we've decided it would be in the best interest of all of us, including you, our listeners, not to have sponsored ads in our shows. So, what we've done is set up a Patreon account. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that allows artists to obtain funding from patrons on a recurring basis. Now, it can be as little or as much as you think you can send to us for the work that we put into providing quality Fab Four free-for-all shows. Now, we know that we have thousands of worldwide listeners, and if each of you just contributed a dollar a month, that's just 25 cents per episode, we would have enough to retire and not have to do these shows. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously, though, we've gotten some great feedback from everyone about how much these shows mean to you, and we feel the same way. But it would be nice if we could break even in terms of costs so that we can continue to bring these shows to you in a timely fashion. Yeah, I know, we can be delayed every once in a while, but that's because, as John Lennon so beautifully said, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. But we do vow to make every effort to have a quality show to you every week. We only ask that everyone go and visit Patreon.com to at least check out what it's all about and to see if you can contribute a little something in return for all the hard work and effort that we put into these shows for you. Just do a search for Fab Four Free For All and tell us that you give a buck about what we do. Thanks to all of you for being such great loyal listeners. And we are back. We're talking about the Rubber Soul U.S. version. I am your moderator, Mitch Axelrod, and joining me are Rob and Tony. Hi, kids. And some other kids. What about the older? I don't know. Hi, old We're all kids. Yeah, we're all kids. Exactly. If you're Beal fans, you're a kid. We're a kid. You're kids at heart. So we're going to get to the tracks now because we've we've talked about everything about the album, and now you'll see how different it is. And you know, we were talking about maturity and all that, and I have a feeling when we get to each song, uh, we can discuss really what the Beatles were talking about because like I said I think George shines but we'll discuss so we've, we've already talked about what opens up the album on the on the US version is I've just seen a face it's a great song it was on as we said UK help so if you had that you weren't surprised by this because it's a new Beatle album and you're not getting anything new sure. to open the album it's a good album opener yes because of the way it opens with the yeah. two harsh you know, notes of doom, doom, and then the beauty of, of the dueling acoustics. You know. Yep, gorgeous. The interesting thing, though, is it goes from being an album cut on Help to here being a potential single, a, 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 potential single and a side opener, and et cetera. And I find it it's an album opener where it's Paul harmonizing with himself. Yes. There's no John and George evident on this LP opener. No. So it's really interesting where you kind of like coming into a Beatles record and it's, you know, Paul, like but, that's, it's just getting thrown at you. And that's, but, that's unique. But if you're, if you're saying it as a fan listening to, oh, this is a new Beatles album and I'm not getting the other Beatles on the opening track, it wasn't supposed to be the opening track. <laughs> Capital made it. Of so, course. Right. So, of course. Drive my car, you hear everybody. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's so, true. But so, that's what I'm saying. So in America, right, it's now weird... all of a sudden, you, you know, it's it's the Beatles starring Paul McCartney as the opening track. For now. For now. But you kind of... But I know what you're saying, because Paul started to 
not use the other guys for certain things because he had it in his mind you what bet. he wanted. And he would either do it himself or, or something. So, And he was becoming a very strong ally with George Martin right, by the time of right, help even. Right. So there's, and, a, and, you there's know, a certain thing where I don't want to say Paul's taking over, but there's the attitude of how to create music, I think, with Paul changed a little bit. I think it happened more with Revolver and then especially with Pepper. I think, I think John was starting to lean in that cool direction. And again, nothing wrong with it, but just the different idea that, that John was starting to rely a little more on technology, unique instruments, like one, and, and Paul did unique instruments as well. But I think Paul was having fun with kind of like, oh, I'll just do the harmony here because this is how I'm hearing right. it. But from a solo standpoint too, and I was thinking of this in the car, can you guys think of any other track before I've just seen a face that has like such a non-rock and roll solo? Other than like Not A Second Time, which is played on piano or, but this is the first real non-rock and roll guitar solo ever on a Beatle record. Well, it's an acoustic solo. It's an acoustic solo, but it's get. but it's country rockabilly, not uh, not it's it's country bluegrassy. It's it's not a rock and roll solo. Nobody's th- No, this, but you know, Chuck what, Berry would never have played this. No, but also if you look at uh, when he did this for the Wings Over America album, that was a lot more country. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and yeah. a lot more strumming. Yeah. And they didn't have that open, the guitar open that you have right. on this record. Right. It just so, started with the cold strums. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I think if you look at that, yeah, I agree with you. It, but the solo to me is, is is a different solo because you're right. It's not a Chuck Berry bass type of thing. Right. But it does have a, um, you know, I assume it's Paul playing the, the solo oh, part. I, I would have to assume um, that. You know, he's almost like he's humming it, but he's playing it on the guitar. Yeah, but it's it's strongly played, it's, but it is not a rock and roll solo. I mean, if if you went to see a bluegrass act and they pulled that solo out, you'd be like, hey, great bluegrass solo. Right. You no, know? And again, you've got to hide your love away at, at around the same period. The flute solo, though. I know, but but I'm thinking about like this is the first time it's 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 been a, a non rock and roll guitar solo. Well, this is the first time. I mean, other than yesterday, this is the first time the Beatles have done acoustic. Think about other than yesterday, when and when, I don't consider a, uh, yesterday an acoustic song because of the strings and right. the arrangement. Right, right. but if yeah. you right. but think about every other. I'm going. I was while well, you guys were talking. I'm going till there was you. But that's different. But that why you know because that's a, that solo is a guitar is an acoustic solo, not a rock but, solo. But you're that, correct, but though. it's a you are correct. But it's a Broadway musical. But it it's also mm. but it's also it's not a, a Beatle a original of the melody. But it's not a Beatle original, it's, right? Well, that's part of it. Right. But I, I think any original song that you could think of that they did acoustically like this before this none till there was you just had a, a whole different feel. If you and, yeah, but again, uh, it's and not I'll original. be back. I'll that's be back. Right. Has no solo. That's right. I'll be back. You know, that that riff from I'll Be Back would be um, maybe a precedent for what... For this. Yeah, that would be because... And I'll Follow the Sun has a twang electric solo. Right. Right. So, really, this was kind of... I mean, yeah, Beatles did have some acoustic stuff. Yeah, but right. but not like this. This is really this is uncharted I'm thinking, territory. Uh, I right don't away. want to spoil the party. No, that has no electric. Yeah. electric it is, solo. but again, not really showing the direction the Beatles are going because this was recorded earlier. Yes, but so again, it's it weird. fits You're in. Right. So it, fits, yeah. it, it does. Yeah. If we're going to discuss the whole album in general and say they're maturing, well, maybe Paul was prematuring <laughs> back yeah. then yeah. And, and getting to this point. And having to get to this point to then go into like 
for no one, you know, and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. But this is a beautiful song. I mean, no matter no, what. No, if, no, no. I, I, I love doing this I, live. I really I love need, playing this oh, song. Oh, yeah. You really, I've said it before, and I really do think you need to listen to the Beatles with headphones. Because especially with the, with the mono stereo that they released in the, in the U.S. box. Right. If you're listening to the mono, this is still, it's a, it's a good song. The stereo version, although it's separated weirdly, the solo's in your right ear, and the solo is just killer. And the harmonies on a lot of these songs, especially the Paul ones, you could hear him getting ready to sing the harmony in your left ear. It's weird you, well, you when you listen in headphones, you yep, yeah, you and you actually attack. sometimes hear him going like, mm, and like about to think what he's going to sing. Right. But you need to listen, and sometimes it, it actually demystifies the song because you know. But sometimes you hear revelations, which we'll get into the, a couple other songs that you hear things that I I just never heard before. So it's really cool. But this song is just a, and, a good and, song. and it's something we talk about a lot on this show about song placement and how important it is. Yeah, this was a you know leftover on help. Really, if you think about but a it, perfect opener. But a perfect opener for this grand album that comes out, uh, you know, six months later, and not on purpose. I mean, not on, I yeah. think Capital just pulled it and said, "Put it number one." I don't think Dave Dexter gave a damn. <laughs> and well, I don't what's think interesting the is chose the track listing. If, not not if, on the Capital. If no. you think about the Help album, you know, so much of that album ended up on Beatles Six. Right. Right. And. I've just seen a face would have had no place not, on Beatles not at all. Six. Where Beatles and, on and, Beatles Six. Oh, yeah. Six. And again, Sorry. think about it though. As we keep saying, so much of the Capital stuff w- was an accident. Yeah. But did somebody consciously actually say, "Wow, this song I've just seen a face really doesn't fit on Beatles Six. Let's see what else we could do with this." It wouldn't have fit on Beatles Six. No, but no, I, I don't know. I think it, they were not always thinking that far ahead. No, I don't think so either. Wouldn't it fit on Beatles for Sale? No. Well, it wouldn't have been... I know it wouldn't have been They wouldn't have been ready for it. I'm not saying that. It would have been a complete anomaly on Beatles for Sale. Why? I'm a loser and... No, I'm just thinking... And no reply? Well, it would have been... It's hard to say. That's kind of like a... That's a a, a, a good point. That's a question. It is, but that's a hard one. They maybe weren't up to that point. They wouldn't have... It wouldn't have even been close. It would have been an embryonic version of this that would have been something different. Maybe. Maybe it would sound more like I'll Follow the Sun, which to me always sounds like an embryonic. They never finished it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. So let's get to song two, which is so controversial. You burn the bitches house down. Burn the bitches house down. I can't help it. I... Uh, if everybody heard that my, my short story, I used this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this uh, Norwegian Wood, here you go, John in a John mood. I mean, only John could have an affair and sing about it, but not mention his wife and think nobody's going to get it. <laughs> wasn't he? Now, who was he? Who was that supposedly an affair with? It was somebody close remember. to them's wife, wasn't it? No, I thought it was. No, I, I thought it was an older woman that he was w- dating for a while. Was that uh, the the woman who passed? Alma Cogan? Alma Cogan. Yeah, I was thinking Alma Cogan, Cogan but, but... I don't know, because it's not a happy song. <laughs> no, because she didn't... Alma. And right, she didn't right. do it with him, yeah, she, according to the song. According to the song. But uh, but I... But I, he also could have been taking liberties there, too. Of course. No, but he, but so he, he didn't get... No, so it thought, wouldn't be as as. I always thought that they did hook up, but afterwards, he was told to sleep in the bath. To sleep of, in the bath yeah, instead of sleeping was, with her. Yeah, that's what I always no thought. No cuddling, bitch. No cuddling. Get out of... You, know, yeah, no you want to stay here? No spooning you wanna for stay John. want to stay here? There's the tub right there. No bed for Peter John. No, that's later. So, okay. <laughs> but, but that's why I thought it, you know... Uh, that could be. This is no cutesy pop. Nope. This is no. real life. This is an no. affair 
where you're basically telling your wife, Cynthia, that you had an affair in a song. And, but is she going to, did she get it? I don't know. But, I don't you know, know. But I, it's, I don't know. It's, right. It's a right. Tough, tough thing to, to figure out. I mean, he every, could have said, oh, I was just writing. Right. Because well, he, he did write a lot of songs that had no... Well, there's absolutely. a couple on here that he said didn't really mean, like, right. girl, but didn't mean any specific girl. It's, but this one, I think, <laughs> sounds well, pretty true. specific, if, but if, not... If you think about it, we, in hindsight, now know that John was cheating like crazy, right, but obviously. You're, you're a writer. Right. But you're a writer. So the truth is, is Norwegian Wood really any different than, is there anybody going to listen to my story all about the girl who came to stay? Or any you know, other song of that period. Right. Know, tell Laura I love her. Right. You know, right. Who's Laura? Laura? Does right. it have to be a Laura? Right. Did he get home to his wife and his right. wife went, now who's Laura? And, exactly. And, and Paul's the one who's claimed he came up with the line about burning down the place. The right. End. Well, so so that line, you know, that's a, obviously didn't happen. Well, I must have went, yeah, that's great. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for a lot of people. So I'm going to burn a house down You then. know, when I first oh, like, heard great. the song, I, I didn't know that it was, he was actually Burning. Well, we don't know that. No, but you don't. You, I mean, you actually, infer it. We joke about it, but you it's know, the inferred. Truth is, but the truth is, my wife has a wood stove upstate where they live. You right. know, and you, and you burn the extra wood. You know, right, so right. So, and at the time, Norwegian I wood lit a was, fire. Isn't it good, Norwegian, Norwegian wood? wood? It might have been. This person may have been wealthy and had wealth to spare. Yeah, and the idea was Norwegian wood was expensive. Right, it right. was the dirigor at the time. If you had an expensive house, yeah. or Norwegian wood, so I lit a fire. Isn't it good Norwegian wood? You, you, that, that's Why is he lighting money. a fire in the bathroom? No, no, no. She was gone already, so he oh. went to the living room. Oh, but the point being, wow, we so, just so gave so that I, whole story a new. No, but I'm just saying. So I lit a fire, and and the idea is, if this was a rich woman. You literally had, quote, money to right, burn. Right. Well, oh, maybe. You could be the, throwing the Norwegian wood on the fire and being like, you know. The, the other but, thing about the song is it's only 12 lines. It's this really complete song. Yes. It's it, a great it, point. It's filled with visual lyrics. The riff just keeps going through. There's no, like, guitar solo in it. You know, we have the sitar strumming, really, which is not way a sitar is really supposed to be played, which actually helped the song more. If he played like a sitar... Like the early versions, the demos. Yeah, yeah. And it wouldn't have worked. The call and response. Yeah, where yeah. It, it didn't work on the, the version that's on. I mean, it sort of did on Anthology too, mm. but the version that's on Rubber Soul is so much better, and it, it fits the song so completely where... Here's George bringing this new instrument, which is a weird instrument. Let's be honest. It's, it's they're, the, they're, one of the first times a sitar right. is used on a Western and, pop song. And it's he, a beautiful instrument, but let's right. face it, um, among all, some of us, it was the first time we were hearing it, and uh, it's, yeah. it's Except a wake for help, up. where George heard it first. Although I have to admit for me, not to get personal, but for me, probably I heard it first probably on Green Tambourine before I heard Norwegian Wood. I probably or asked on, growing up. Uh, Paint it black. Uh, Paint it black or right. on Sunshine Superman. Right. You know, I, I don't remember where in my growing up chronology. I don't think I, I heard Norwegian Wood when I was three the, or four and never, said that's a sitar. I just thought it'd be the cool noise. But yeah. it, he never played the sitar like that again. You know, the no. Songs after he no. played it more like a sitar yeah. instead of he was still learning. He played it more like a guitar. Right. And it worked perfectly for the song. And, you know, the, just if you just look at the lyrics. This is a standalone poem. You know, it's not every song could be said as a standalone poem. This is a standalone poem, and it has everything you want in this poem 
in 12 lines. It's just amazing. And it says so much with And it's without... only two minutes. It's only two minutes long. There's nothing else. They didn't say we have to extend it or bring it back. I mean, they did a, a copy of a, a verse at the second half, but it just sounds so natural. It's a natural-sounding song to me. It is, and it's also that idea, too, that a couple of the lines are really sort of oblique, but have so much meaning implied that, you right. know, she told me she worked in the morning and started to laugh. Right. You know, I told, I told her, her I, I didn't, didn't and crawled off to sleep in the bath. Yeah. I mean, see that line you so just said, it, though, she never on. tells him to go sleep in the bath. That's true. That's he, right. He I just told her I didn't up. and crawled off but to the sleep. Laugh, no. The laughter might have embarrassed him being in bed. Oh, right. And then he leaves. But, but why would you just leave that? <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's no, but you know what it is? She works in the morning. Right. Which means she's going to get up, which means she's going to disturb me. Okay. I want to sleep this off because <laughs> what Lord knows what I've been smoking or drinking that evening. So the deal is, she's working in the morning. Let her get up. I'm going to go sleep in the tub because no one's going to bother me there. Yeah, and and the thing you know. So there's some funny. There's some really and funny if lines. Paul came there. up with the line, "Isn't a good Norwegian word at the end about the burning." He sort of redid that in for no one. He does the verses in for no one. The six verses. The last one comes back again from the first verse. And sort of closes it all together. You know, for no one's another great oh, poem. Poem, yeah. If you just want to oh, look absolutely. at poems. Yeah. So, but, it, yeah. you know, it's interesting that Paul came back with, isn't it good knowledge at the end? Right. Right. You know, to sort of close it off. You know, and I, I love the fact that Paul harmonizes well with that's, John. Uh, yeah, that's yes, a beautiful harmony. On that is, so, you, you, right there, wow. you're getting the Beatles. Like you said, with I just seen a face, you don't get the Beatles, but that wasn't supposed to be there, so to speak. So now you're getting the first song that's supposed to be on Rubber Soul, and it's all the Beatles. I mean, it's first of all, you know, I got to give props to Ringo, even the little boom, boom. Yeah. You know, it it works. Yeah. He doesn't overplay anything, but he's there. There's another on this There's, record. There's Ringo, a major mm, understated Ringo moment on this mm, record that I'm going back and listening really... Anyway, go ahead. But that's what the beauty of Ringo is. Yeah. He could just sit there and do the little bass, ba-boom, ba-boom, and nothing else, and he knows where to play. Whether he was told to or not, it doesn't matter. Right. He still has to do right. it. He has to execute. Still got to come And through. George did the great sitar, and Paul and John are singing beautifully. So Paul's yes, harmony when it comes in is just, is just so... But, but from the start, the two songs... They're almost like minor key songs. They're not poppy. You know, she loves you. you know, these these are more mature, slower, mm -hmm. you know, real life songs. I mean, I've just seen a face is a little more poppy, but again, not supposed to be there. So Slower. That's really interesting. I just stopped it to realize that this record's beats per minute is much slower than the average Beatle record so far. Well, well the last you album, it, well, even in the UK and in the U well, I guess the US, Help. You know, comes up with help, and then the night before, the night before which I is mean, chug chug, man. Exactly, two songs in a row. You just your your heart's beating. Right, right, right. And this and one's another like, girl's pretty damn. Well, well, I'm just saying too. the first two. Yeah, right. The first two on here, you got yeah. a little slower. It's and and yeah. even when you get to the next song, it's not really a chugger. Right. It's you know, the the first chug chug is George Harrison. Right. You know, so yeah. as far as the third song. We, we've talked about what it is, You Won't See Me. Totally understated and underappreciated Ringo drum track on this, man. All right, I have Damn. rhythm section smokes on this song. Smoking. If you're listening... Absolutely If you're smoking. listening in the headphones, which I suggested, we all think that Paul's bass started, you know, becoming melodic in on Revolver. 
Listen to this in headphones. Oh. You won't see me. His bass is all over the place. And and Ringo, and Ringo with that is weird just, cymbal work that he's yep. doing during the break. And it's and never wow. consistent because no. Ringo never was. No. <laughs> no but but the, that even that, you know, yes. it, it goes on different beats at certain times because when you try to play it, you know it by heart. But it when I was listening again, uh, it's still incredible. And he plays. So nice. He plays the toms perfectly with the song, not Anything over the top, he could have played this over the top. Oh, th- th- this is a definite, a mad dog drummer type would love to like right. do a Especially lot of Especially because he comes thrashing. It's Ringo this that is a, thrashing right. This is a beginning. more muted rain. What? Interesting. Wow. Listen, I'll to, go listen, with that. listen to the drumming. I'll go with that. It's all. It's yeah. the whole every single verse. Or he plays just on the tom. Instead of going each, it's. I'm not saying it's rain, but it's. I know. Again, it's muted. He's he's playing all over the place. He's doing something different. Much different. But you know what? What gets me about you won't see me is is the backing vocals. Oh my god! It and and it's just gorgeous. John Lennon, he didn't talk about it a lot, but I think he really liked doing backing vocals a lot. Oh, uh, especially I, on a song that he liked. Yeah. I have a feeling that this was a Paul well, because tune it's bitchy. that he thought was <laughs> and, yeah, and John was, bitchy, right? And John was yeah. into that. He wasn't but, into but, the, you but, know, the, hey. but you know what? The backing vocals make it sound much more happier, ah. yeah. poppier, yeah. happier. Ah, there we yes. go. Let me just before you go on. I said I had something in here. Paul getting complex but hidden in a fine pop song. Oh, this that's is what nice. I wrote. It is. It is such. A- Unfortunately, he he's known for his little like you know. Hey, and so he's talking about you know. Hey, you won't see me. You, you're not going to see me. I'm, I'm out of here. Freak out. I'm going to freak out. Yeah. But it's in such a cool pop song. It is. And, and you're and not the, thinking it's like no, Ouija Wood. You're not burning down the house right, with this because right, right. he's going. I love you anyway. Even though you, you won't see hear, me. You hear the smiles in the. No, I would. Ah. No, I would. Right. Now that like, I wrote John Volk is sneaky good. Oh, yes. Because it, it comes up. It's not harmonizing with George. No. It's no. just in the back because no. the background vocals of George and John are there. Yeah. But then the, John's ooh, alone yeah, doing yeah. that, you know, yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. And I love the no, I would Right. That's, no. that's what I mean by I the sneaky good. Love, love the vocals. It's almost on like this. couldn't get no worse. But you know, yeah, it is, in his own little way, sure. Sure. not as I, and, and also the open, do 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 do. Right. Yeah. They never reuse that. You know, you would think they'd go back to it at the beginning. They really don't. They could have easily reused that that beginning part. Well, they, they could have done right. a, a yeah. break yeah. after like the instrumental right. and, they, and, they and come back and done that. Ching, yeah. ching, but yeah. they don't need it. But well, you, just like if I fell, they never come back to that. I know, but they, it's funny because they. I don't want to say wasted. Pop moments like this. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, but, but they they, right. they didn't need to. They, they, yes, they, they, they were the Beatles. They could it. they could toss away a prize moment like that yeah. and yeah. make it work. To just make yeah. Now this is a long track for them. This three is minutes. three nineteen. Yeah, it's a long track. Is it yep. too long? I, I don't think no, so. no no. I don't think so. No, I, I, I swim in this because tune it goes right because it goes by. Quicker than 319. I know that sounds yeah. weird, but it no, does. No, it's, it's, in your head, it goes by quicker than 319, song, but it, it's, it's still a, a favorite. Great, and also in headphones, wow, people. And, and they you could will have, go, you know. this also could have been easily a single. I mean, yes. you know, God. Sounds, yeah. Also sounds phenomenal in mono, though. Yes, it does. Mono it's punchy, The mono version's really, really And if you want to hear something this. really cool, too, get the rock band version, because it goes, <laughs> it goes to the end. Yes, it does. And... Word's another one where in rock band literally goes to the, the end. end. Right. And it changes how 
you know, George Martin liked to fade out a little more than maybe other people because the the, the cold ending really could have worked. Well, on the UK and the US, a bunch of these songs have longer fade outs on the UK, on the yes, US. It right. depends on yeah. what you're listening to. Yeah. It's very odd. Like, uh, I know I'm looking through you. And we might want to mention really quickly something that we didn't get to, and I, I that? so that we don't do it at the end, is that in the U.S. there's obviously the mono version. There are two oh, right. very distinctly different stereo, stereo mixes. versions. Yeah, there is a version that is just the standard stereo mix. That's the one that ended up being reissued on CD finally when they did the American uh, versions, and there is the Dexter stereo version, the East which Coast. is the East Coast edition. And- Dave Dexter who was an employee at Capitol Records who hated the Beatles stuff for a while. In charge of the Beatles stuff, who really disliked the Beatles, was a jazz head, and, and he used and to like to add layers of reverb onto everything. So and there, there is, is a, a version, if you can, again, I don't know how to dis- decipher which it is. You, you know, if you go into a record store, you're not going to say, oh, that's the Dex, unless you start looking at Matrix, and I, and we're not here to tell you that. Yeah. Right. Or right. Is, you, if you get a um, stereo version of, of the U.S., Rubber Soul, and you hear reverb. That it's you never been a heard long time. Uh, yeah. You can you can really hear it on weight, and you can. Yeah. There are certain tunes where you really hear it. Yeah, I I, you know. I don't remember having it, but I've but never again, I've never heard it. So I, yeah, yeah I'll, I think I you need it. to. Okay. Yeah, I think if you buy two of them and you hear something different, you could have the. But okay, you're right. Cool the weight. Right. I've heard that because I'm like that doesn't sound right. It's, yeah, it's, well, it's is, almost too much echo. That's Dave Dexter. Yeah, so. So, we've been talking about a few of the tracks on the American Rubber Soul, and we will continue with the tracks for the American Rubber Soul on the next episode. So, for Fab for Free For All, this has been Mitch Axelrod, your moderator for this show. And I'm Rob Leonard. And I'm Tony Chiguardo. And we'll see you soon. Fab for Free For All was edited and produced by Tony Chiguardo at Word of Mouth Studios in Westbury, New York. The opening and closing theme is My Dolly by the band The Badge, featuring longtime listener Jeff Slate, available on its debut album Digital Retro and recent Best Of compilation, as well as from the Fab Four Free For All website. Thanks for listening to Fab Four Free For All. Say the void and you'll be free. Go and take some LSD. And if night it's raining, yeah, well, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. And the only word is rain. It's fine. The fine and night and night. So fine. <laughs> My behind. He's so fine. He's what? So no. Oh, happy day. Um. All right. <laughs> a girl, do lang, do lang, do lang. A girl, do lang, do lang, do lang. <laughs>